Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Wickedest Hotel in the West. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Let's keep headed west in our Halloween haunted hotel hayride. Well, not a hayride, but who wants to really do a hayride once you're over 10 years old? Anyway, 100 miles from Phoenix and 5,000 feet above sea level is Jerome, Arizona. It's super beautiful, kind of a quiet mountain town with sandy rocks and beautiful views. If you're a bare naked ladies fan, which I assume you are, you might know it from their song Jerome. The song Jerome focuses on the town's history, but most importantly, its reputation for being haunted. And the centerpiece of this haunted town, the Jerome Grand Hotel. While it only has about 400 residents now, back in the mid-1800s, like lots of towns in the area, the place was booming. Jerome was a copper mining town with some 15,000 residents looking for gold and indulging in elements common to a rural miner's life. Think gambling, drinking, drugs, sex, and theft, all my favorite things. Sex work was the second most profitable industry behind mining. This was so much the culture that Jerome earned the nickname the wickedest city in the West. With a reputation like that, it's probably not surprising that there were a lot of fatalities. Think mining accidents, gunfights, opium overdoses, and the list goes on. So it makes sense that there might be a lot of Wild West ghost sightings around Jerome. For example, the town hall, a miner's dorm, an abandoned clinic, all of those places in Jerome have had lots of sightings, known to be haunted, etc. More notably, and maybe more specifically, Jerome has a hardware store slash apartment complex, which was once the Mile High Inn, a brothel owned by Madame Jenny Banters, then the richest woman in northern Arizona. The Mile High Inn was seated in the middle of what townspeople called Husband's Alley. Nice. It was the kind of middle town square between all of the brothels in the area. This spot still hosts the ghost of Jenny Banters, an old man, some other random clients, and a phantom cat that walks the halls and leaves its footprints on the beds. Ooh, I like that kind of ghost. And there's another hotel we have to go to before the Jerome, the Connor Hotel. Super stately, turn of the century, arguably more beautiful than the Jerome. It burned down at least three times during the course of its history. There are lots of haunted rooms in this hotel, and sightings are reported on all the time. In room one, the story goes that the first person to stay in the hotel was its electrician, who was frightened by whispers and the sounds of women laughing and felt cold chills, so much so that he freaked out and went to go sleep in his van. Since then, this room has seen 
the armoire doors opening themselves, odd images appearing in photographs, hot flashes, cold flashes, that's what they're called, right? Little uh, changes in temperature, all kinds of things. In room two, objects like to move all by themselves. Everything from furnishings to items that the guests may have brought, whatever works. And there's lots of other things that happen all over this hotel. But I am going to focus up. Let's get to the main attraction, the Jerome Grand Hotel. So the Jerome Grand Hotel is perched above downtown Jerome on Cleopatra Hill. It's not the cutest or most luxurious hotel, in my humble opinion. This is probably because the building first served as a hospital called United Verde, which formally opened in 1927, though a smaller version existed since 1919. Constructed by the United Verde Copper Company for its employees and their families, the hospital was very necessary. The wickedest city in the West already had three hospitals, and frankly, it needed a fourth one. During its 1927 opening, it was the highest structure in the Verde Valley and was the last major building constructed in Jerome. It was built on a 50-degree slope, was completely fireproof, and could withstand the many nearby mining blasts of up to 260,000 pounds. Sorry, Connor Hotel. Even by today's standards, pretty impressive. Other features of the hospital included the Otis Elevator, which was Arizona's first self-service elevator and served all five floors of the building. This Otis Elevator is different from modern elevators because it was designed for hospital use. It travels much more slowly at a distance of only 50 feet per minute rather than the normal 800 feet per minute found on normal hotel elevators. This makes for some very creepy haunted encounters, which we'll get to. Almost from the beginning, this building has been haunted, probably because lots of people die in hospitals or the trauma of a mining town and the displacement of the native people that lived there, or perhaps it was because of the hospital's notoriously busy asylum wing. Lots of different things, lots of different ghosts. Let's take a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There's a brand new water out there. I bet you're thinking, we don't need another brand of water out there. That's where you're wrong. Dead wrong. You may start noticing cans that look like tall boys of beer in the water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's mountain spring water from the Alps called liquid death. Why is it called liquid death? Because it will murder your thirst. And the tall boy cans are infinitely recyclable and will bring death to the plastic bottle. Liquid death donates 10% of profits every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore. Most plastic you throw away in a recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable 
and actually profitable for the recycling facilities. I love drinking from an ice-cold aluminum can. It's just better. It does look just like a beer, but it's not. It's mountain spring water. And if I'm being honest, chugging a liquid death is the only time I look or feel cool. If you sell your soul and join the Liquid Death Country Club, you'll receive a free t-shirt with your purchase of water. Just go to www.liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Free shipping is valid on two cases of water or more. That's liquiddeath.com slash ghost town. Or grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. Shortly after the hospital opened, patients and staff began hearing people talking, coughing, moaning, and cries of distress coming from empty rooms. Oof. Some hypothesized that they were the ghosts who died of the flu epidemic in 1917, lost souls finding the hospital a bit too late. One of the first ghost sightings was also early in the hospital's existence. A woman dressed in white on a specific hospital balcony. Thought to have been a nurse, the phantom lingered for years and then vanished once the building became a hotel. By 1930, United Verde was one of the most modern and well-equipped hospitals in Arizona and maybe all of the western states. But as the copper deposits played out, there was way less of a need for this fancy institution. The town's population dwindled and the hospital eventually closed in 1950. The building stood abandoned until 1994 when it was purchased by the Althair family from the Phelps Dodge Mining Corporation, and the construction of the building as a hotel began. In 1996, it reopened as the Jerome Grand Hotel, same owners, same ever since. Of course, the spirits have changed a little bit, but they are very, very active. Now the hotel is considered the most haunted place in Arizona. Let's take you through the ghost roster, shall we? First, an older ghost, one that's been there a while. There's this old bearded miner that's been up and haunting since day one. His appearance was first reported by a hospital patient who said that she saw a bearded man gliding down the hall, turning on all the lights on his way. A nurse during the building's hospital days also saw him at that very end of that same hallway. When she approached him, the man vanished. Today, the hotel guests continue to report seeing a bearded miner, especially on the second and third floors. No word on lights on or off or any gliding. On the third floor is the spirit of a small boy, about six, who's happy, just kind of hangs around. But most of the ghosts are linked to negativity in the building or tragic events, including a man in a wheelchair who fell from a balcony, a shooting, and a caretaker who hanged himself. The hotel lobby is a very active part of the Jerome Grand Hotel. The doors open and close by themselves, like someone's checking in or leaving. Chairs have been rearranged while employees turn their backs. Items have even been known to fly off the gift shop's shelves and all around the lobby. The front desk receives many phone calls from empty rooms, something the staff has gotten used to. Ugh. Remember that old 1926 elevator I talked about in the hospital? You know, the crazy slow one? Well, it's still operational, and sometimes when the doors slowly open and close, a finely dressed elderly woman will try to hop in and then disappear. The Jerome Hotel also has phantom footsteps going up and down the stairs and hallways, doors that open and close on their own, and the regular terrifying ghost shit that pretty much everyone reports. The people most subject to the hauntings are the poor housekeeping staff, though, sometimes hearing their own names being called out in the night. However, they say that the ghosts are accommodating, as when they ask the voices to please stop, 
they will oblige, at least for a couple of days. But the hotel's most famous ghost is a man named Claude Harvey, the original hospital maintenance guy. Harvey was kind of a Jerome celebrity, called Scotty by residents and beloved by the town and the hospital. So you can imagine the shock when Harvey's body was found pinned under the elevator in the basement, completely untouched except for a broken neck and a small scrape behind his ear. His death was ruled an accident, and even though the elevator was in perfect working order and Harvey was an experienced maintenance man, it was ruled an accident. The eventual investigation of his death determined that the elevator itself didn't kill Harvey. Some thought he jumped, committed suicide, but many thought he was murdered and his body dumped at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Almost immediately after his death, strange occurrences began in the building, especially in and around the elevator. People hear creaks in the elevator and lights coming through the shaft when nobody is around and the hotel is completely dark. Others have claimed that Harvey is in the basement and on the stairs. Unlike his personality in life, though, he is seen and described as furious and angry, a ghost with unfinished business, not resting until his murder is avenged. Though his spirit is said to make those who he encounters uncomfortable, he has never been known to hurt anyone. (laughs) On that note... Still want to visit the Jerome Grand? Well, you can. You can stay in one of its 23 rooms for around 200 a night. The rooms are small, but the views are absolutely magnificent. Just don't hang out too much in the balcony. And please, dear God, stay away from the elevator. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.